Hello, welcome to the Town Manager Download, a podcast about local government in the town of Shrewsbury. Today's podcast is going to cover all things town meeting, both in general and as it's related to Shrewsbury. Later, we will be joined by our guest, Jim Kane, former select board member and the town's current moderator. I'm Kevin Mizikar, the town manager of the town of Shrewsbury, and as always, I'm joined by Principal Department Assistant Taylor Galusha. How's it going, Taylor? It's February 27th. It is. Time is flying and we are moving off of uh, the winter, or moving into winter finally, right. I think. Well, we thought we had spring for like a week and then we're getting hit with every snowstorm we didn't get in December and January. Right. <laughs> yeah, the last few days have been a mix of ice and snow and some more notable, although very manageable, uh, storms are on the horizon for this week, so we'll see how those play out. It's uh, been good in one way for me, at least. I've gotten some time skiing with uh, my kids over their um, winter break, which was a lot of fun. And despite how warm it's been, conditions were still really good. So mm -hmm. uh, we were at Wachusett, so I tip my hat to uh, those folks up there that have been making snow when they could and keeping conditions well, which was a lot of fun. So, which made it a lot of fun. Um, what have you been up to? Uh, I was at Paint Your Own Pottery yesterday oh, for really? five hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> you painted a lot of pottery. We painted, me and my uh, friend Katrina, uh, we went at 1215. It's Paint Your Own Pottery in Northborough. And we were there for five hours doing one piece each. And I didn't think it would <laughs> take us five hours, wow. but I did it. I don't think the owner was judging us, but there was a kid's birthday party going on in the background <laughs> of it. But it was very fun. I made a teapot. Nice. So Turned out good? I don't know. We'll see in a week. Oh. The right. week for it to get all glazed and shiny. That's so, awesome. Yep. Good. It was a good time. <laughs> so for me, also, NASCAR season has started. I know a lot of people know that I'm a NASCAR fan, and so there's two races under the belt already for the season, which... It's been moderately interesting, so. I watched the Daytona 500. That's good. With my dad. I mean, I do admit. I it's... hate the last like minute of the five minutes of the race yeah. or whatever, the yeah. overtime thing. Yeah, it can be times when racing is not that exciting to watch on TV, but it's the whole experience. So that season's off and running, and I guess that means we're cruising into budget season and town meeting season, which happens to be our main topic for today. Yep. So we'll get and into that in a minute. What's up in the shoe? Always a lot. Um, of course, everyone can still get their strategic plan. Uh, can be picked up at the town hall or the library or the Council on Aging. So we're actually going through a lot of those. So I yep. think we're going to tell people they need to rush in and get it before we run out of the first printing of it. So they can have yeah. an original first edition. I know. Should I put plan. edition two on the next <laughs> one so people we might know? might have to. Because <laughs> edition one is going to be much more valuable. To right. When we re resell it in <laughs> 50 right. years. Right. Yep. And police station's finally open. Yeah, police station is open. That's always an interesting endeavor. Uh, there's as everyone can appreciate, really technical components with switching dispatching over, mm -hmm. and it has to be done absolutely right. And we kind of co-dispatch with the town of Boylston, so thank you to them for allowing us to operate out of there for 
a short amount of time, but those companies come in and state entities and federal entities come in and switch us over. And then uh, we started operating there last Thursday. Mm -hmm. um, and um, everything has been going really well. And um, our side of the parking lot's a lot more open, so it's easier to find a parking space yep. at the town hall, which yep. is good for us for now, <laughs> until they start the demo of the existing station and some additional underground infrastructure work that'll be going on in that area. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's awesome to see them over there and hopefully they're uh, getting accustomed to their new space. Um, and it's also tax season. Yes, so. um, from my uh, fill-in spell at the treasure collector's office, I can appreciate how exciting this news is probably for them. Um, there's a new bill inquiry portal uh, that the treasure collector launched. So it's through their webpage, you can find the link to it. So you'll be able to look up your current uh, or most current information related to real estate, taxes, excise taxes, and your utility information. Um, a lot of the phone calls that I used to help with when mm -hmm. I was over there and that they um, help with now are related to those inquiries. So kind of giving residents the opportunity to be able to look it up um, and have access to that information whenever they want it. So right. I think that's exciting. Yeah, we know a lot of people call and ask those questions on excise and real estate. What did I pay last year when they're doing their own personal right. income taxes? So uh, this gives them access to it 24-7. They, mm -hmm. they don't need they don't need to wait until uh, weekend hours and to catch someone on the phone or wait for a, a callback. So it's one of the big initiatives that we are work is working on and we'll be focusing on for next fiscal year is how can we make more of our business processes um, self-service, yep. um, just like most things that um, people interact with, with companies or other entities. You can look it up online or do it yourself online and we're trying to move in that direction as well, um, which will be, not a big impact, but uh, part of our fiscal year 24 budget. So our initial budget has been presented to mm -hmm. both the select board and to the finance committee. And that happened over the course of the last week or so. And um, it was a challenging year with inflation and other uh, things that we talked about on prior episodes, but we have the budget initially launched. We finally received numbers from the state with regards to the budget. Uh, and state aid from the new governor, which um, we seem to be well positioned for. It doesn't mean we got a lot of additional money, but right. our planning and forecasting that we've done meant that we were right in the ballpark. So um, thanks to our staff for having great forecasting and the ability to know uh, what to anticipate properly. So we're clearly in the budget process and we'll be moving into uh, the formal public hearing part of that in about a month, near the end of March, with the um, Finance Committee. So that's what's been going on, always a lot, and uh, never a dull moment. We'll keep folks informed about the budget process and everything else um, as we launch additional episodes in the future. So I think that takes us into what we're really here to talk about today, which is town meeting and, and other matters. Yep. As we've said before, town meetings are Super Bowl, so. It is our Super um, Bowl. We're getting ready. We're in the training, I don't know, not training camp. We're at a training camp, but. Right. We're um, moving into that critical time to see if we make the playoffs. How about right. that? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the better word for it. So at their the select board's meeting um, tomorrow night, they'll be setting the time and place, um, for time, place, and date for town meeting. Um, but I think it's important we talk about what town meeting is and 
what the relationship between town meeting and all the areas of local government, how right. we come together with town meeting twice a year to yeah. make government work. <laughs> yeah, this is what makes us really unique in New England. Um, town meeting is our legislative body, so um, predominantly across the country is, is what's known as the council manager form of government. And council manager form of government is a, a city or town council uh, normally made up of seven to nine uh, individuals mm -hmm. who serve as the legislative body. And then the manager is the appointed executive, uh, so no mayor, um, but so a council of a, a body of five to seven to nine people uh, mm -hmm. doing all the legislative work and the town manager doing all the executive work. In our uh, form of government, we have a town meeting is our legislative body and our select board, five members actually is the elected executive branch and they appoint uh, the town manager position that has the specific title of chief administrative officer rather than chief executive officer, which is the case in the council manager form of government. So um, we're quite unique and we're unique among the unique uh, here in Shrewsbury uh, because of how we conduct town meetings. Um, we actually are one of um, less than 50 communities. 33. 33. Right. 33. So Taylor has That's what I up. learned from my MMA class. Okay, great. 33. So 33 <laughs> communities of the 351 uh, cities and towns in Massachusetts uh, have representative town meeting um, as opposed to open town meeting. So open town meeting, if you're um, a registered voter within that community, that means that you can go to town meeting and you can vote as part of their legislative body. However, in Shrewsbury and those other 32 communities, uh, you have to be elected to be part of a, a representative town meeting and that you're representing your fellow citizens um, as part of the town's legislative body. And um, the only uh, real test in Massachusetts um, in order to move from open town meeting to representative town meeting is that you have to have at least 6,000 residents to do that. So pretty low bar in 2023 in order yeah. to move in that direction. However, uh, still, it, it's been quite some time since any community has moved from open to representative form of government, which is, which is interesting. It takes a charter change and mm -hmm. an election through the state legislative process but um, plenty of, there's probably more towns that are, are eligible for it that don't have it than Right, vice versa. Right. And it's a nonpartisan body too. It is a nonpartisan body, just like all other local elections. So you don't run on the basis of Democrat, Republican, Independent, Green, whatever a party you affiliate with. It's really supposed to be in the interest of you the and resident. your fellow residents mm -hmm. and um, those kind of Democrat and Republican type conversations are not things that really influence what goes on at town meeting. Um, it's really, again, everything's based upon the best interest of um, the town as a local government and how we serve our residents. Right, and we have, it's about, I think, a spread between eight and nine, or no, eight and 10 um, town meeting members per voting precinct, precinct right. in town, and that's dictated on our census Correct. Right. So we have, we have 10 total precincts in town and um, 
residents or, um, excuse me, town meeting representatives are divided up on a per capita basis among those. Mm -hmm. um, the state law says that you cannot have a voting precinct that has greater than 4,000 people. So that's mm -hmm. why we have 10, right? 38,000 residents. Um, so that means we need to have 10 precincts. Um, if trends continue, by the time we get to the 2040 census, we'll likely have to add the 11th precinct. Wow. Um, and then that will kind of really shake things up. It'll be a little bit harder math, dividing yeah. by 11 and dividing by 10, but we'll certainly figure it out. But there is variation. Um, you know, the town isn't divided up perfectly among those 10 precincts as far as equal number of population. And uh, we actually look at the number of representatives per precinct every two years. Oh, okay. So while we do the, the census every 10 to determine the total number of precincts, we want to make sure that there is equal representation, so we do that every two years. So I just got lucky, and it happened the same year that oh, yeah. Um, yeah. we had the census. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> that's right. So it happens on even years. So in 20, calendar year 24 in January, we'll do it again. And, and uh, that's another really important reason for everyone to fill out their annual census, which is the, um, towns. the town census that's mailed to you by a town clerk. So not only um, does that keep you enrolled on the voter uh, rolls, it also allows us to properly allocate town meeting members. So that is different um, in all those other communities that don't have a representative town meeting, but it's, it puts an even greater importance on responding to that here in Shrewsbury. So um, town meeting being the legislative body has all traditional legislative powers mm -hmm. um, that folks may think about. Uh, always like to compare it, although local government provides the most direct impact. A lot of people understand state and federal powers better than they do local. So if you think about the United States Congress and what the um, you know, U.S. House of Representatives is able to do in conjunction with the Senate, um, although we only have one body, they set the budget, they pass uh, laws, and here in Shrewsbury, it's, um, they're called general bylaws and zoning bylaws, and we also have a personnel bylaw the town meeting has the authority over, mm -hmm. um, and then miscellaneous funding. Um, so whether it's, if, even if it's outside of the operating budget, if we need dollars to do something, that has to go through town meeting to appropriate the funds, so they have the power of the purse. And then um, other matters like acquiring or disposing of property, um, it, requesting special legislation with the state, all needs to flow through our legislative body, which is uh, town meeting. Um, often whenever I talked uh, to colleagues across the country about how uh, our legislative body works, they pull their hair out literally in front of us and, and <laughs> say, how can that be possible? How can, in your instance, 240 and in some other cities and towns, uh, in their instances, a thousand people vote on their budget? Like, how do you get that passed? Um, so it can be a challenge, um, but, you know, um, different forms of government bring different challenges and certainly we have somewhat of a benefit of being able to communicate directly with everyone that we know will be at town meeting right. even if everyone doesn't show up where in an open uh, town meeting government um, and in prior positions that I've held you're doing your best to generally message what's going to happen at town meeting but you don't know for sure who's actually going to show up yeah the uh, town I live in they um, mail I live in an apartment too, mm -hmm. so they mail us like little pamph like paper pamphlets that, mm -hmm. like basically the warrant book, the budget 
book that you guys get mm -hmm. or all the town meeting members get, they mail to us. Right. And I, I mean, I read through it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many other people read through right. it, but I'm always interested. And so from that standpoint, we only have to do 240 mailings and some other cities and towns have to try to hit every res Six residential thousand, yeah. uh, household. In Grafton, whenever I was there, we would actually publish the entire warrant in the Grafton News, which was okay. their local newspaper. So that was our one chance to try to, it's not a perfect system, but get information out to everyone as broadly as possible. So different methods. Different methods, that. right. But here we kind of have the advantage of knowing the individuals that have been elected by their fellow citizens to do this type of work. And town meetings kind of is not, it kind of, it is a long process. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of like action items leading up to town meeting. Do you want to just like run through yeah. um, what town meeting as a process is? Yeah, so uh, it being our legislative process and only really having two scheduled town meetings a year, I'll also compare that to that other council manager or council mayor form of government that folks may be familiar with is that every time you know, a city council meets, for instance, in the city of Worcester, their legislative body is meeting. So they can adjust bylaws, they can adjust the budget mm -hmm. nearly every week of the year, if and we only get to. to do that two times a year. So that means we've put a lot of effort to get everything as right as we possibly can the first time. Right. Uh, so it means that we have a really prolonged budget process and we do a lot of public hearings. We try to get all this pre-engagement so when we can get the town meeting, we're rather confident that we have a budget that will pass. Um, the same thing whenever it comes to amending our general bylaws and zoning bylaws, like the zoning bylaws will go through two public hearings of the planning board. Um, but we've really, we really start a list of what may be on the next annual or special town meeting the day after the meeting ends because that's, we only get, again, one or two shots a year to, yeah. to get it right. Um, and we're also going to be really um, doing things uh, a little bit more uh, comprehensively at this next annual town meeting. We're gonna uh, hopefully work with the moderator and shift the physical layout of the room and try to use more uh, projected information yeah. and presentations to help everyone who maybe hadn't had the most opportunity to prepare for the meeting to be informed at the meeting. So it's really a long process before we get to, to town meeting. Um, and uh, in earnest, department heads have uh, been on alert and made aware over the last 60 days that they have to have any uh, special warrant articles that they want us to consider uh, and the select board to consider putting on um, for that period of time. And, and that process will wrap up in the middle of March. So it's quite the process for us to get through and um, means we really plan for those two critical dates throughout the course of the year. Right, and the warrant passes through the select board and then to the finance committee. Right, so the for review. That's right. So the select board is is officially charged with establishing the warrant, mm -hmm. and the warrant uh, for those who are unfamiliar is really a list of action items that we want to take. So think of it as the agenda for town meeting. So it would include things like consider the fiscal year twenty four budget or consider adjustments to the zoning bylaw, but we have to be very specific. So what those changes would be, and we actually budget publish the entire budget in advance of the meeting. Um, so once it's signed off on by the executive body, then it goes to the finance committee, uh, whose sole job it is to advise of, um, town meeting on the financial impacts of each and every warrant article. Mm -hmm. And they actually provide an opinion 
historically in Shrewsbury whether there's a direct financial impact or not. So they'll vote and say, we recommend or we don't recommend the passage of this Warren article. Yeah, I'll be honest, when I first got introduced to local government, using the word warrant always it's confused weird. me. Of like, There's definitely a better word that could have been used. but It's um, definitely a government term. Like yeah. in the federal government, anyone that's responsible for uh, executing a budget is a warrant officer, so they have the ability to sign things. So it's definitely a historical government term that no one understands, of right. course. We just explained it, though. So <laughs> now everyone knows. Uh, and then you also said it gets zoning gets involved too. So does planning board or anyone have hearings on that right. as so well? Right. So the planning board has to have a public hearing before any uh, zoning bylaw changes can be uh, mm -hmm. considered by town meeting, and they're charged with making a recommendation to town meeting. And and if um, the zoning, if if a prior zoning article was before town meeting, it was defeated. The only way that it ever can come back to town meeting is from a favorable vote of the planning board. Okay. So um, if someone would bring something and the planning board wouldn't recommend it at its first try, it would still go to town meeting for consideration because it's on the warrant, but it can't do that if it's a subsequent try. So if you try to make okay. a change and it's voted down, the only way it can come back to town is meeting if is if the planning board, board says. Yep. Said. Yep. So, um, and like, how can non town meeting? We've talked a lot about like hearings and whatnot. How mm -hmm. can non town meeting members be involved in this process if someone can't commit yeah. to doing that or just wants to be informed? How can they participate yeah, in so the local the, government? The entire process that we talked about, um, whether it's the select board developing the warrant, which done it is done at their public meetings and they receive comment on it. Um, you know, in writing up until they actually sign the warrant, mm -hmm. um, or there's public hearings that are held under the responsibility of the finance committee. So those, um, all those things up until actual, the actual town meeting itself right. um, is open to every registered voter, every citizen in Shrewsbury. So that final day when, or days when town meeting meet, you know, that's just for our representatives, but the entire process before that we encourage everyone to participate in those very uh, posted and, and formal public meetings that occur. And someone can attend town meeting if Absolutely. they're not a town meeting member. They can, right. So they can attend, uh, understand what's going on. We've seen that in the past with people who may be interested in becoming town right. meeting members. It, it allows them to acclimate themselves and say, well, do I, is this really worth my time? Do I really want to participate this way? Um, yeah, and they, they just- They can do everything but vote. They can do everything but vote, right? If, the, if at the discretion of the moderator, which right. I'm sure he'll talk about, um, you know, they could speak as well. Right. Yep. And um, how does a person become a town meeting member? Right. So they, they are elected. And um, we actually had a forum a few weeks ago about how to become a town meeting member. Um, basically, you need to go to the town clerk's office and request what they call, um, you know, papers mm -hmm. uh, to be. Uh, hold an elective office in Shrewsbury, and uh, to become a town meeting, you need uh, 10 verified signatures of registered voters uh, from uh, your precinct. So um, it's a pretty low bar, considering that on average there's about 3,800 um, citizens in each and every precinct, and you know a significant portion of them, about two-thirds, are uh, registered voters. So uh, that's the process, and then your name would be on the ballot, and right. um, those within your precinct would vote for you. 
And they have until March 14th, actually, to okay. return those papers. So if someone hears this yep. before March 14th. <laughs> right. So still, you know, enough time and, and really 10 signatures, uh, including yourself. So if you're, yep. you know, happen to have, you know, at least one or two other voters in your individual household and, and some neighbors that you're familiar with, it's not a really big hurdle to overcome to become a part of our uh, legislative body in town. And I think an important question is just to be like, why is it important to be involved in your local government? Right. I, I mean, so you help control the outcome of uh, the part of government that impacts you the most, right? So this is where we're allocating resources between competing interests. So some people may want to see more playground than park amenities. Some people may want to see more police and firefighters. Um, some people may want to have more social service programs or funding for education. And, and those all compete for a finite amount of resources. And as we go through the budget process and subsequent warrant articles, um, and considering whether or not we are going to borrow funds for a particular purpose, mm -hmm. that authority all rests within town meeting. So this is a very effective and meaningful way that you can be involved. Um, and honestly, um, even though it's probably the, the most formal way to get involved um, that has the greatest opportunities, it's only three or four nights a year. So you have to right. do a little bit of research, get yourself up to speed, but then you have all this authority of passing a budget, passing or authorizing the town to borrow, allowing the town to um, add or you know acquire or dispose of land, a lot of, a lot of unique powers that, that come from this that if you lived in another part of the country, you wouldn't have any opportunity except for voting once a year for your uh, city council or town council member. I always think back about my time at Merrimack, how in, like when I used to do orientation for freshmen and incoming students, we always used to tell them how important it is to like find an activity and be involved in your community because it helps to establish that connection and that sense of belonging yeah. for where you're living at that point for the next four years. Um, I'll give a shout out to Kristen last. She had me read a chapter from a book, but I ended up reading the whole book. It was called, This is Where You Belong, The Art and Science of Loving the Place You Live by Melody Warnick. And there was a chapter just kind of talking about town meeting, um, or at least being involved in your town government to some degree and helping to foster yeah. that sense of belonging. I think volunteering is a good way to do that. Yeah. And I think you, you would, you'll see neighbors, you'll see uh, folks that you're familiar with, um, from different, other different community activities, especially if you have students in the school system or used to have students in the school mm -hmm. system, so it's a good way to connect with people. Um, and it really does, if you're an active participant, make you feel more part of the community. And you know, I always encourage when people email me and say they've been elected or have a question, you know, come up to us at the, at the front of the room before or after the meeting or during a break and let's have a conversation if that's your only opportunity. Um, we're always available to receive questions, uh, whether it's for um, the official duties of the town manager's office at manager at shrewsburyma.gov, or if it's for the town manager download at tm download at shrewsburyma.gov. So uh, if you have any questions about town meeting or the process um, or other ways to get involved, we always encourage you to reach out to us. Definitely. I love seeing everyone chatting during town meeting. Just neighborliness and community exactly. warm and fuzzies. Exactly. <laughs> and we don't have any resident questions this week, but you already gave us a little shout out. Right. So, um, 
I guess that takes us into um, what should be an exciting uh, second segment of our conversation about town meeting. We bring in uh, the elected official who actually is responsible for conducting a fair uh, town meeting, which is the town moderator, a singular elected individual uh, at large across the entire community. And we're happy to welcome uh, town moderator Jim Kane to the town manager download. So Jim, welcome. Uh, it's a pleasure to have our first elected official, town moderator Jim Kane, here with us uh, on the town manager download. Uh, Jim, we always like to start each ep episode with uh, telling folks, uh, having our guests tell everyone about their background, including your various experience with local positions and why you ran for moderator in Shrewsbury. And I know your experience goes to other communities in Mass as well. Yes, uh, thank you. Good to be with both of you. I uh, grew up in Marlboro, um, and I grew up in a family which uh, a variety of people served on appointed or elected positions. My grandfather was on the school committee for, I think, four decades or so. And my father was on the planning board, and uh, my uncle was on a planning board in an adjacent community. So I just grew up with that being part of what you did. I um, served on the city council for three two-year terms right out of college, and then I took a job in Boston and moved to Boston. And then when we moved to Shrewsbury, now about 25 years ago, I think, 23 years ago, um, we just got involved in a variety of um, levels, I suppose, and then I ran for the Board of Selectmen and served uh, for enjoyable terms. Mm -hmm. And then I chose to run for moderator just to round out my obituary. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figured when, <laughs> it always interested me because it's a unique yeah. role um, mm -hmm. in town government. Yeah. And when Chris uh, chose to leave, as you may recall, uh, the one out of five on the school committee and the one out of five on the board of selectmen are up at the same time as the one moderator, moderator in our sure. town. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> yeah, I had always mentioned to him, when you're going to go, I'd appreciate a heads up. So um, when he chose mm -hmm. not to run for re-election, yep. I threw my hat in the ring, and uh, I've enjoyed it thus far. Yeah, it's interesting. So. Um, when you were on city council, because we talked about this a little bit earlier, that's the legislative body in Marlboro, right? Mm -hmm. So they don't have small cities in Massachusetts. Meeting. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Very different because you have the elected executive in a, I think it's a plan E mm -hmm. form. Uh, we have the elected executive who's the mayor. The mayor. Yep. And then in our case, we had seven wards and four at-large councilors. So you then had 11 people. Which seat did you hold? Ward seven and then at-large for two more terms. Oh, okay. Sure. That's good. Yeah, interesting. So when you're at large and you're voted in by the whole... The whole city. The whole city. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's good. Yeah. So um, how do you define the role of moderator? What is the moderator here uh, in Shrewsbury? Well, the, the role across the state is to ensure that there's an orderly town meeting so that people with a variety of perspectives uh, are, are afforded a reasonable opportunity to express those, whether in an elected or in an open town meeting. Mm -hmm because we do have two types in Massachusetts. We're unelected with our 10 precincts, <clears throat> 240 members. Then there are the open town meetings, which I think our friends in Northborough and Westborough enjoy, which tend to see an influx uh, a coming and going with the number of people who participate at a particular time in an evening because of, of the nature of the article warrant. Right. So it's, it's, that's uh, a different subtlety. But that's our primary role across the state, is to just ensure that there's a, uh, an organized and orderly um, discussion of the warrant articles. Mm -hmm. In our town, um, the moderator appoints the personnel board and the finance committee, and then one member of the uh, Lake Quinn Sigamon 
uh, commission. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think it's somewhat consistent or, or a traditional role of moderators to have that appointing authority over uh, the finance committee. Uh, do you know the kind of the lay of the land? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, it's very interesting. Um, now that I'm on the board of directors of the Mass Moderators Of course you are, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course you are. Um, you, they, there's this thing called the uh, gavel line where people will go out to the various uh, people with decades of service but it's open to anyone uh, who's a member. And they'll talk about, we have this upcoming question, I believe in town meeting time, you deal with it this way, or what have you. Interesting. Yeah, it is, it's, it's an un, um, unfiltered conversation between people trying to figure out the best way to deal with something. And um, I've already seen three cases where the selectmen of a certain community were trying to wrestle away the appointing authority. Mm. Um, I believe uh, just in some towns north of Worcester, the selectmen name the advisory committee, sure. which is the finance committee. Mm -hmm. So I think if you really push yourself back from the chair and you, you care about this stuff, if you look at the way the Town Meeting Act was written and the Town Manager Act, mm -hmm. the folks who did that, I think really did a great job in balancing. There's the, the political aspect over here, there's the policy aspect over here. <clears throat> With the exception of the ZBA, the selectmen really don't appoint a historic district commission. Yeah. But in terms of dealing with issues in town, the selectmen have very few appointments. That's true. Take the politics out. Right. Then you give it to one person, the moderator, who can't really be out there on uh, one side or another of any of these issues mm -hmm. because they're supposed to play the, the, mm -hmm. the even-handed dealer at town meetings. So I think there's a great balance in our, in our two acts. Yep. And, and frankly, with yours, with what you do, it's very simple. Um, the board of directors, board of selectmen, Sorry. hires you. You run the town. Mm -hmm. And that way they're not appointing your department heads and this other foolishness that goes on. They all work for you and either things are getting done or they aren't. Right. It's very clear. Yeah. I, I think I like that clarity in our two key acts. Now, would you define the, the moderator's role at town meeting as passive or what, what term do you like to use? Because you don't, you don't vote except for in a tie, it's my understanding. So no, how I, do you I, define that? Um, well, I tend to think it's to move things along and mm -hmm. keep it going. You don't want to hit a flat spot, mm -hmm. but keep things moving in an orderly fashion, ensure everybody's had their chance. If three have spoken against and three have spoken for, and there's nothing new, then let's move with the vote, with the vote. unless the body doesn't want to. Yep. And then if there's something new or a different, uh, different element of idea coming up, um, then great, let it get on the floor as well, as long as it's pertinent. Sure. There's always that question of how far you go, mm -hmm. um, and it's sometimes not particularly easy, but there's a, there's a thread of a connection and the person's rather passionate about it. So you, you play that out a little bit. At the last town meeting, we started wandering several parcels over, so we had to come back mm -hmm. um, to the, ba the, you know, the, the, the main issue, the main motion in mm -hmm. a technical sense. But I like thick, heavy yarn, if that ever comes to mind. Thick, while heavy yeah, yarn. Not Tiny little shit. Uh, not, not, like not, things really tied to the filament. Yes, exactly. I understand. Rope. Yeah, you rope. Want rope. Yeah. yeah, braided rope. Braided rope. Yeah, that's that's how tight we should keep those sure. things tied. Um, so, how about leading up to the meeting? What what do you do outside of those appointing authorities to to help members prepare? Well, first of all, uh, you and I will sit and go through the warrant with town council to mm -hmm. make sure we're all reading it the same way and interpreting it the same way. I'm shocked the number of towns that don't do that. Right. People show up in the evening and town council may or may not be there. 
the manager or administrator may or may not have talked to the moderator. The selectmen will pop up with a new idea. <laughs> not <laughs> the way I could do right. it. So uh, no doubt we'll get together with uh, council in your office, walk through each one, two-thirds votes, other such nuanced matters. And then I'll go back through and review all of my stuff, if you will, as moderator on a few evenings, um, mm -hmm. walking through each element. But then ultimately we'll have the pre-town meeting, which is for intended for new town meeting members to understand how business is conducted. It's not a, a substitute for a pre-town meeting in terms of let's have a, a pre-debate on a particular right. issue. Right. That's not the intention. Yeah. Um, and we'll do that a few nights before, a week before yep. or something, in the same hall. Yeah, so normally that Thursday before. Yeah, we great. We kind of talk to folks. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and then you'll get a few questions from people who may or may not have a petition article. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they'll, uh, I always encourage people to go to the selectmen and have a conversation there before you just assume they won't do it. Right. Um, and that way it's always better, I think, to come that route than it is to come in off the street without having even had a, a public conversation about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> that, that's um, interesting. One of the things that we've taken on recently, and it's, it's kind of a, it's very new for us and because um, um, we never had a consent agenda before, but we're this concept of bundling that came up mm. of, uh, during COVID. So I, you play a, a big role, actually. You determine what gets bundled and what doesn't get bundled, so. Yeah, during COVID, the Great and General Court allowed towns to accept certain language and to go and do it and to undertake that bundling of putting things that are somewhat related together. We then took to town meeting the following year and changed language that allows it to occur under our act now. And therefore, again, when we're sitting down, you and I just walk through and take issues, okay, water and sewer probably can be handled together. Mm -hmm. Now, if there was a big project, uh, as there was several years ago for a new plant, mm -hmm. obviously standalone. Right. And then we'll do the operating budget, the capital budget, but generally if you're going to do work in several sewer pump stations, the same issues are present. Right. And as always, we would allow people to, um, to debate the particulars, but mm -hmm. what I've heard from town meeting members is they, they appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Because people want to go and do their work. They don't want to sit through 154 voice votes on mm -hmm. 150 matters mm -hmm. when they're really there. There are four that are interesting or different or require some level of public debate. Mm -hmm. that, that brings something interesting, Jim, that you and I have talked about. Um, how have you seen town meeting change since you've been involved here in Shrewsbury? On, on what's debated, what gets the most attention at the meeting, um, you know, where people really want to talk and where people, I will at least characterize it, seem more comfortable with the day-to-day -day management of the town? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I've seen a bit of a change in, what was it, uh, 12, 14 years. A lot of uh, folks who were right of center, slightly right of center, are no longer uh, on town meeting. Now, some have simply gotten older and retired or moved or passed. But um, we then went through a, sh a period of time where we had a constant number of uh, petition articles. Mm -hmm. So I thought we were perhaps trying to compete with the Brookline town meeting, which mm -hmm. of course leaves greater policy matters to them. <laughs> so that was a real change. And now we seem to be, uh, I, I don't know, we'll see where we go. I think this is a much more activist town meeting. Mm -hmm. Uh, in terms of leaving the basics to the town, but having certain policy goals and objectives. We see that with uh, CPA, 
mm -hmm. where again, just as folks increase their taxes with an override vote, folks increase their taxes with the CPA surcharge. Um, and then you've also seen other particular petition articles where people chose to take on a particular policy um, that some might argue is uh, better dealt with statewide, but mm -hmm. the lack of action on a statewide policy, they chose to take it on the local level. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think if not on the first um, pass, um, on the second pass, I think every one of those, my recollection is they've all been successful. They have, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that has included so far plastic shopping bag ban, mm -hmm. polystyrene or, styrene yep. or styrofoam ban, and then this climate emergency declaration. Which is much more of a statement, mm -hmm. um, but um, town meeting uh, supported it, which is mm -hmm. certainly up to town meeting. Sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So um, would you say, uh, given those comments, a little less debate on the budget recently than there has been in the past? I don't think since I've been moderator for the two budgets we've done, um, I don't think there's been any real debate. Mm -hmm. We've gone question by question by question. Mm -hmm. And um, there may have been a clarification or a question, but certainly nothing that you would consider to be debate. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah. that's partly because even I still lament um, the loss of the daily newspaper mm -hmm. because you could get so much information. You, you folks could get so mm -hmm. much information out of this Board of Selectmen that it's, it's harder to get messages out unless somebody is on Facebook looking for the various posts and so forth. So I think that's a, that's a shame. But at the same point, our budget hearings, are, whether they be during the day or in the evening, are, are wide open. <clears throat> There's a binder. You mm -hmm. can go and get information. People can easily walk up and ask either of you a question. Mm -hmm. So there's no real mystery to anyone with a question, yeah. as opposed to in some towns, they're not as upfront. They're not available. Um, they conduct mm -hmm. business in a different way. Yeah, yeah. I have been frustrated in, in you know, some of the bigger projects going in town that despite going through this very lengthy process of getting to town meeting and then getting through town meeting when we're actually there, the folks said, well, I didn't know this was going on, no, know. you know yeah. what I mean? And it's frustrating and yeah. we try to put the parts and pieces together for everyone, but. Um, well, it's, the reality is it's a two-way street mm -hmm. that no one should, you know, have to go find out every bit of information, but it is readily available on our website right. or by simply calling the office mm -hmm. or by dropping by or mm -hmm. whatever means works. Mm -hmm. um, I recently got a call from a person who was a member of town meeting and simply had forgotten because of the busyness of life that I recall it was at the last town meeting or the one before, I knew we dealt with it, but I forgot, the, the whole question of the cemetery expansion. Right, yep. And that was a case where they, uh, they loved to go for walks with their dog and they were caught off guard when they saw some ribbons. Mm -hmm. And then I um, mentioned to them that it could very well be this project moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I think they got in touch with your office. Mm -hmm. but. You know, the first thing about when you're a moderator, you might as well move out of town because you're no longer here. You know, you're not in the building sure. a couple of times, four times yeah. a month. So you yeah. don't hear all that mm -hmm. of what is exactly coming up. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, as um, you've seen in several different municipalities and, and just know of, you know, there's towns smaller than Shrewsbury or the same size that... Um, have moved to, you know, council manager form of government or, you know, a different plan uh, within that's available in the Commonwealth where they have much smaller legislative body, you know, seven member council. And then you have towns much larger like Brookline that you mentioned uh, than Shrewsbury who still have open town meetings. So w what do you see as the, 
the benefits or is there any bright lines that say you should switch from one to another in, in all your experience? You know, it's interesting because uh, I think a couple of towns on the Cape are wrestling with this right now. And I know the island of Nantucket that is having just a horrible time getting people to attend their open town meeting is now uh, reviewing um, <clears throat> going to a town manager council, I believe. Mm -hmm. I think Plymouth is further working on their charter right now as well. You know, that is such an organic, uh, it's organic to the town. Okay. I think in 20 years, this place will be a town manager town council mm -hmm. because of its size and its scope. Mm -hmm. But if, if you look at people who are still really involved in town, they love it. Sure. People who go to our town meeting and are the core of that town meeting, mm -hmm. they love it, they participate, it's critically important to them in town. Mm -hmm. When they move on, I'm not so sure that will will translate yep. to the next level. Um, so I, I I suspect within 20 years, mm -hmm. 20 years, mm -hmm. um, this place will move. Or is it Franklin? Franklin. Yep. Is, is Bellingham down that way? I'm not sure which ones, but there's a few I think yep. that are town manager with a council. Yeah, Franklin definitely is, and then I think recently um, North Attleboro moved yes. in that direction. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it, it is really interesting because again, it, it has nothing. It has some things to do with size, right? Like Framingham, before they became mm. a city, were, were like meeting 14 nights. <laughs> like, mm. uh, that's no way to conduct any no, type of business, no. government or otherwise, so. No, I um, think they were the largest town by population in the United States prior to becoming a city. Interesting, probably. Yeah. 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 But again, 20 years ago, if you had asked me would they change, because I knew some people involved mm -hmm. in Framingham, mm -hmm. no, not for a good 20, 25 years, mm -hmm. because there was that core group they didn't do it for power, they did it for involvement. And mm -hmm. I think that's what you see in our group, yep. where they, they care deeply about the town and they see this as their way of doing it. Um, and you can see that on occasion where you have people who will be strongly for something, people will be strongly against something, and when the vote is finally called, it's unanimous. Right. <laughs> and it, it, they, so in other words, they, they had their public discussion yeah. and they decided, yeah. let's go this way. Yeah. So I, I think ways, that's very interesting. In some ways, it's very efficient, right? It all comes to oh, a yes. head, yeah, yeah. and the the body in and of itself doesn't want to be there for seven or eight nights, and they yeah. see the value of sharing their opinions and making a decision, yeah. which is which is quite good for government once it comes down to that. So. Mm. It's extremely difficult, though, to just have the basic level of communication that one needs to run an organization when you have various committees. I, when I was on the board, I was very, I was never in favor of forming another committee beyond a building committee. Because mm -hmm. then you have good people off working in good faith and they speak to somebody and they think that person then speaks for the body or something else. And everyone's operating in good faith and no one is being sloppy or mean or anything. It's just the difficulty in yeah. keeping people yeah. fully apprised of what they need to know and then the uniqueness of operating government, which basically says, unless you're on TV, you can't talk. Right. Because you're, the open meeting law requires that you, you do everything out um, on either a public meeting, taped or untaped. It's not the mm -hmm. taped point, I don't right. believe anymore. Um, and so that's another case where good people will stumble because they didn't realize they couldn't send out this email to everybody. Right, yeah. So you're trying to, there's a constant challenge of, of, of trying to 
get the best people you can for a particular project who will jump in, mm -hmm. and then trying to tell them, all right, everything you've known today that worked, put to the side. Right. <laughs> because when you come to these meetings, this is where everything has to happen. Call Kevin for a question, right. but don't send right. any reply alls or anything to anyone. Yeah, because at, at, you know, the business meetings, the, the real work, it's done after the formal meeting, right? And the, the phone calls and the, yeah. and, you know, things like that. But they so. can't be right. a policy setting effort. Right, yeah. That's Clarification through you. I always, I never talked to my colleagues, it was weird. I would <laughs> always uh, talk to Dan and then you. Mm -hmm. And if I had an idea, I would send the memo to Dan, put it on the agenda, we'd discuss it. Mm -hmm. and that, but, but everything was there so yeah. that we never inadvertently stumble. Yeah. It's the inadvertent reply to all which gets guys yeah. in trouble. Right. I tell everyone, BCC. Yeah. <laughs> BCC just, is your best just, friend. Yes, yeah. yeah, just don't yeah. be doing it. Yeah, and I mean, and even the select board in and of itself, having five separately elected officials that can only operate together as a single body is, yeah. is quite different. So, mm. um, well, this has been great, Jim. We certainly appreciate you coming in. And um, your prime time season is just around the corner with town meeting coming up. And we'll have pre-town meeting. And uh, your, uh, the finance committee, which you appoint, will be holding a number of, of public hearings. So When does that start? Uh, they'll actually be starting in a little less than a month. The, mm -hmm. the, last, full, the last weekend in March, they'll hold budget hearings. And then the last few days in April, they'll uh, do the public hearing on the entire warrant. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're just at the outset of that process right now, and um, spit us out in the end will be summer. So. And what do you think for a number of articles at this point? I think that, uh, right now I'm seeing probably a, a little bit uh, closer to upper 48, so a little mm -hmm. bit, five or six more than maybe normal, mm -hmm. but right in the ballpark. So Anything big and interesting, or for the most part... Well, one of the things that, that it will be a little bit different is how we approach capital with a, a water. Mm -hmm. um, I think our projects are getting too costly to ask the residents to pay in cash for, uh, you know, like water main replacements. Yep. You know, it's like $1.8 million a mile now. Like sure. we just can't raise the rate enough. So I yep. think we're going to have to ask town meetings consideration of some borrowing. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the, that, that'll definitely be a new wrinkle. This now, month. for this year's town meeting, are you going to do with or without department heads, some of the targeted broadcasts we that will you did do that last again. year. Yep. People appreciated that. And I think it really uh, served to inform town meeting members mm -hmm. of the specifics, because if you recall, there weren't a lot of types, those types of questions on such matters. Right, yeah. Yep. And when people understand doing it by cash is, is great with in one respect, particularly as even municipal rates have moved higher, mm -hmm. in order to get that cash every year, the impact on the rates is yeah. a real challenge. Right, yeah, and I mean, that's really where we are. You know, do we adjust the water rate by 40% or do we adjust it by 3% every year, Yeah. <laughs> right? Like exactly. 40% is really hard for people, folks. People appreciate avoiding the yes. big ups and downs. Yep. They yep. understand over time, mm -hmm. but when it, you have a massive up or a massive yep. down, it obviously will take the massive down, but <laughs> yeah. the massive up uh, yeah. really yeah. It, it would almost imply a lack of planning right. or there was an emergency situation. Right, yeah. So, um, yeah, this, is, this has been great. And as we move into town meeting, um, we'll look forward to those conversations and working through the, the process with you, Jim. 
Um, again, thank you for uh, taking the time to come and talk with us on the Town Manager Download. I'll just remind folks, if uh, they have a question or comment for us or have an idea for an episode, you can reach us at tmdownload at shrewsburyma.gov. So, Jim, thanks again for coming. On behalf of Taylor Galusha, I'm Kevin Mizikar. Thank you for listening.